little clip for you. Okay, um, so it's Lloyd, and um, uh, let's go out. You want to go out? Oh, thanks, but I'm busy. Busy? Yes. Things are pretty hectic right now, but thanks. You busy on Friday? Yeah, I have to help my father. Are you busy on Saturday? Saturday I have some things to do around the house. So you're, so you're monumentally busy? Well, not monumentally. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I want to talk about how I got anti-woke. So I come from Oregon. I was raised by hippies without electricity. Everyone I knew growing up was on the left. Everyone I know today is still on the left. Or virtually everyone. But now, you know, kind of being on the left and being woke, I don't consider those two the same things. Like, I, I like to say I'm a 2010 liberal. So, basically, you just, you know, if you, if you, if you go to San Francisco, throw a rock, and, hit, and whoever you hit in the head, that's your... Uh, example um i'm sure i would have agreed with them on everything in 2010 me and them we would have agreed on everything you know disadvantaged groups should be treated nicely because they were treated mean back in the day money should be taken from the rich people and given to the poor people war is bad we're locking up too many people i don't know the list goes on but basically i still believe all that stuff although it's always well now that i'm anti-woke it's like yes i believe that but we got to look at the evidence. That's, you know, that's part of being anti-woke is going by the evidence, at least in my opinion. Or the way that I run my anti-woke brain is that I go by the evidence. So I think I'm a little bit on the spectrum. When I was a kid, I was a weird kid. Um, I've grown out of it mostly, but I'm still, I still got a little twinge of the spectrum there, you know. You know, that's my excuse. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just lying. Maybe that's, that's my excuse. Either way, I guess. True or not, that's how excuses work. True or not, you use them. But I'm not a super empathetic person. I've said it before, you know, I'm kind of like, if there was any, if, you know, if I was going to be uh, any person on Star Trek, I wouldn't be Uhuru, I wouldn't be Scotty, I'd be Spock. And for whatever reason, what my brain likes, you know, you just do what your brain says. We're all meat puppets. Um, what my brain really loves is to be right. But the thing about being right, like, you know, you know, you don't want to be right over some small matter. Like, you know, you want to be monumentally right. Like in the movie Say Anything, great movie, this guy is uh, asking out a girl. Like, no one, no one has ever asked out the girl because she's so beautiful, everyone's afraid to do it. And this guy, he just says, screw it, I'm going to ask her out. So he, he calls her up on the phone, and he's like, hey, let's go out Friday. And she's like, I'm busy. He's like, well, that's fine. Let's go out Saturday. And she's like, I'm busy. And he goes, so you're like monumentally busy. And she goes, well, I'm not monumentally busy. And, you know, obviously they end up falling in love. But I like to be monumentally right. And to do that, you got to find people who are monumentally wrong. And so this whole change in me, it started about eight or nine years ago. And I was doing a lot of driving, and so I'd heard about something called podcasts. I never listened to one before, and I decided to try one out. And I didn't know which one to listen to, and you know, this is before most people were listening to them. And I think at that time, you know, this was kind of early in my YouTube watching days too, but I've been watching some um, atheist videos on YouTube, and I'm an atheist. 
sometimes I wonder about my listeners, like, you know, are they Christians? And if I say I'm an atheist, they all leave me or, or whatever. If you say, you know, you say Trump's a crazy person, which he is, they all leave me. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I don't think I have woke listeners, but if I did, then every episode they would leave me. But occasionally, um, people I know in real life listen to my podcast, so I can't, whatever, I can't, uh, I can't lie about stuff for internet clout. Like, you know, I don't know if people would listen to me more if I just said Trump was wonderful, but uh, I don't want my lifelong friends to think that all of a sudden I'm saying Trump is wonderful. You know, I mean, Trump derangement syndrome is ten times worse than Trump himself, but anyways, I gotta be consistent. So if you're a Christian, hey, uh, I think that's fine. In fact, I think it's good for the world. It's a hell of a lot better to be a Muslim. But in any case, I'm an atheist, and I got into podcasts, and I was like, what am I going to listen to? And so what I did is I typed in the word atheist into a, a podcast website. And so I started listening to some uh, atheist podcasts. If you want to check, let's see, I don't know, The Weekend Doubt, I kind of listen to that one still. I don't listen to them anymore. Um Atheist Experience is another one, if you're interested. All right, The Scathing Atheist. That one's pretty crazy. If you want to be shocked, check that one out. But, you know, you might ask yourself, like, what does an atheist podcast talk about? I mean, you know, you can talk about some news. There's not that much news. Like, you know, has God changed? Like, breaking news. God did something. Anyways, obviously that's not happening. There's little things that could happen, like uh, the Catholic Church whatever release some records and it turns out that they've been the priests have been raping 3,000 kids in Boston for the last hundred years or whatever but it really is not that much news it's more it's more of just ideas basically it's it's ideas it's argumentation it's logical fallacies you know it's how it's logic a lot of a lot basically that's what it is that's what I like like I said I'm on the spectrum even if I ain't or I say I am and so I enjoy logic stuff I took a class in college once about logic i freaking loved it like the atheist experience i think that's probably the most famous one um they do a call-in show and they're pretty popular so you know a whole bunch of atheists will like call in and they'll put them into a line uh you know of the next person to talk to but like if a if a religious i mean a christian basically it's christian people that call in but if a christian calls in and wants to talk about, you know, their their belief in God and why they're right, um, then all the atheists get put to the end of the line and they talk to the Christian person. And, you know, and if for some reason they have two Christians on the line and a Muslim calls in, then they talk to the Muslim first. And the way the calls always go is they ask questions. They don't, you know, on this podcast I tell you, I tell you stuff. But on that, they ask questions. And so someone will call in and be like, I can prove that God exists. And they'd be like... Okay, well, sweet, you know, give us the proof that you got. And they'd be like, well, on page 27 of the Bible, it says that God exists. And they'll be like, well, what's your proof that the Bible is correct? And they'll be like, well, God says, you know, the Bible is the word of God. Well, then how do you know the Bible is the word of God? Well, on page 37 of the Bible, it says that the Bible is the word of God. I mean, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you can see that, but that, now you got a circular argument. God exists because the Bible said so. The Bible is the word of God because the Bible says so, etc. You just go in a circle, and you know the the arguments can get a little more uh, complicated if one wants. You know, I I forget I forget all the 
arguments to try and prove that God exists and then all the counter arguments for that. But I used, I used to enjoy listening to people argue over that stuff using logic. And I wish I could remember exactly which ones uh, did what when, but there was a, there was a changeover. Um, so atheists started getting anti-woke. I mean, woke wasn't even a word. People didn't, you know, people didn't know that they were woke. People didn't have a word for it. But atheists, they switched from, like, arguing about religion, and they started arguing about culture stuff. And I think it was about a 50-50 split. I mean, they used to have, like, these, you know, atheist conventions and the... Yeah, whatever. There's a whole, you know, there's a whole online atheist community. Um, Sam Harris, there's a famous one. Uh... And basically, all atheists were on the left, like me, you know, just like me. I was an atheist. I was on the left. We all had the same opinions about taking from the rich and giving to the poor, etc. But then there was this thing called, I think it was called Atheist Plus. I mean, this isn't what did it to me, but it's, it's the same time as Atheist Plus came around. And so Atheist Plus was like, you're an atheist and, I mean, you know, long story short... You want to make false accusations of racism against white people, false accusations of sexism against men, false accusations of bigotry against straight people. So that was Atheist, atheist Plus. And you know, if that sounds familiar, that's my definition of woke. What does it mean to be woke? It means false accusations of racism against whites, sexism, sexism against men, and bigotry against straights. And it divided the atheist community, like right down the middle, you know, they didn't know. They didn't know that. But the woke atheists were about to fight with the non-woke atheists because the woke atheists are like, you know, cops are killing black men, and then the non-woke ones are like, uh, I looked up the stats and that ain't true, you know, etc. I mean, you know, a lot of stuff about feminism, etc. And it split the community down the middle and uh, whatever. The ones that I kept listening to were the anti-woke ones. And I'm the rare individual who will look stuff up. And I'm also rare because I can analyze the numbers. Um, like I said, I've taken, a, I've taken a class on formal logic. But there was a time. There was a time I was in a community college and I wasn't doing that good. And for some other major, there was a requirement that you had to take uh, Math 243, Probability and Statistics. And I'd never done good in a math class in my entire life. I mean, not because I'm not smart, not because I'm not good at math, but just because I'm late, well, whatever, because I don't do the homework. Anyways, so I had to take this class for some other reason, and it just clicked. It just clicked with me, and I did good, which, that's not enough. That would have been the end of it. But the teacher is like, hey, you're good at this. Would you like to grade probability and statistics? And, you know, that was... I forget how much I paid, like $10 an hour or something, which was fine with me. And so I said yes. And so, you know, taking a, cl a math class doesn't teach you jack. But um, grading the class, you know, just over and over, you know, now you're looking at the same freaking problem 30 times in a, a class of 30 people. So anyways, I just I started grading. And, uh, and then I think at that point I actually had to take calculus, once again, for non-math major stuff. And then I started, like, grading calculus papers. So, long story short, I got really good at math because I was grading um, math papers. Because you had to. And, it was, and you had the time. It's like, like I say, I used to not do my homework, you know? Like, maybe it would take you, know, maybe it would take you 10 hours to do your math homework or something. I'm like, hell no. You know, I'd probably put in 20 minutes. 
But uh, when you're getting paid, hey, you know, we're going to pay you for 10 hours to learn math. Well, that worked out good for me. And so just when I hear claims, I just go on the internet, I look them up, and I can, whatever, I can run the numbers through my head or get out a calculator if I have to and find out what the reality is, the truth. And obviously the big one is uh, race. I mean, if you're woke, race is number one. Um, you know, women can get effed. Gays can get effed. Race is what's important. Like, you know, to put it... To be uh, harsh, uh, you know, a black man rapes a white woman, maybe she should just shut up about it. You know, that's, she's, otherwise she's part of systemic racism. And you can see, I mean, to me, that's just not a good, large, logical argument, and so I oppose that kind of stuff. And it's not really, and like I say, it's not because I have so much empathy. I'm not like, oh, this rape victim, this poor rape victim. I'm just like, ah, this is an opportunity to be right. You're taking what side of this situation? I mean, that's a exaggeration although only barely well it's not an exaggeration barely what it is is that that has happened but it's rare but in any case i mean before i mean see trayvon martin was 10 years ago that was the start of black lives matter i don't know when i looked up the stats um it was before george floyd I mean, i've known about this stuff before george floyd but, you know, America's been getting up in arms, more and more up in arms. And so, you know, that's why I happened to look up the stats and find out that uh, unarmed civilians of each race are killed by police exactly proportional to the amount of violent crime that their race commits. Which is a little bit of a mouthful, but what that means is uh, the whole foundation that Black Lives Matter rests on is horseshit. So anyways, like race and the police, I mean, that's the big one. So if you want to be monumentally right, that's the perfect, perfect thing to jump in on because not only is all of Black Lives Matter based on a lie, like a general lie and then a bunch of specific lies, like the hands up, don't shoot, that thing is a specific lie, was never said. But if that was it, if that was the end of it, it would not make me monumentally right. You know, I'd be right. I'd be totally right, but I wouldn't be monumentally right. But the fact that the Black Lives Matter movement has caused the murder of thousands and thousands of black people, I'm not sure how many, five, ten, it may still, I think it's still going, 15,000 black people murdered, you know, toddlers, you know, pick an age, one-year-old, oh yeah, they got murdered, two-year-old, oh yeah, they got murdered, etc. So, you know, you support Black Lives Matter, which is based on a lie, and you were getting thousands of black people murdered. Now, being on the other side of that, that's when you are monumentally right. I mean, just, I don't, I don't know what you could be more right about. I mean, my, pop, my uh, position is logically and statistically correct, plus it opposes the murder of thousands of black people. I mean, that's, I mean that just, that, that is, that's, the, that's the cherry. That's the sweet spot. You know, and then you got, uh, you know, false accusations of sexism. I mean, uh, like the gender wage gap. The idea that the idea that there should be more women engineers. I mean, that ain't right. It's not as interesting. First off, it's not getting, you know, thousands of women murdered or something. Um, anyways, turns out women don't like being engineers. And so I mentioned that, but it's, it doesn't let you get to be quite as right as the race one. Now, transgender stuff, it's a lot less people. You get to be pretty darn right about it. This, it's similar. It's similar to the Black Lives Matter race one. Um, letting kids 
basically what it is. You got gay kids, which is fine. Gay kids go on the internet. The internet convinces them that they're not, not, you're not just gay, you're transgender. And then in rare occurrences, those kids go and take drugs and have parts of their bodies cut off. And then, you know, one year later, 10 years later, they're like, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. I'm not transgender. I was just gay. And now I'm sterilized. You know, have health complications that never end. I can never have an orgasm, etc. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one because it's worse to do bad stuff to kids than it is to do it to adults. But, you know, it's kind of like letting kids decide. Hey, kid, do you want to do something bad to yourself? I mean, that's the woke position. Hey, kids, if you want to do something bad to yourself, we're going to let you. And I talk about it, but, you know, basically it's just not that big a deal because... You know, is this happening to, whatever, it's not happening to thousands and thousands of kids. It's maybe happening to a few hundred of them. I mean, that's my guess. I don't know. Then I guess there's Trump, um, you know, false accusations. Basically, I've said before, Trump is a crazy person. He doesn't, he's not, he, he did not destroy America. The media, the media's reaction to him really damaged America and made everyone hate each other. But it wasn't really what he did. It was the reaction. But, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't have to support Trump or be opposed to Trump to uh, get my endorphin rush by being right. Like, you know, I have a friend. He's like, Trump is the worst president ever. And I'm like, uh, you know, George W. Bush killed a million people in Iraq. I mean, it's pretty easy to use uh, facts and figures for Trump versus other presidents. It's just like, you know, I, I, I think the first one, the first one that I like to use is the number of people murdered. Like, every president murders people, and it's just, they're, you know, if you got a military, it's just sitting there, you're paying for this military, it's just sitting there, you know, your inclination is to use it. Like, if you put a bag of Ruffles sour cream and onion potato chips next to me while I'm watching TV, all of a sudden I'm eating them. And so, you know, obviously, George W. Bush is the worst. He started uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, two wars that we lost and shouldn't have started. I mean, it would be one thing if you could win the war. Like, you shouldn't have invaded them, but at least you won. But anyways, don't even get that. And then Obama, he did good. He actually did good. I had forgotten who stopped the Iraq war, but Obama actually stopped the Iraq war. So he did good there. He started a war in Libya at about the same time, but no one, including me, cares about Libya. Sorry, Libya. And then Trump, he said he was going to stop some wars, but he didn't. And But he also didn't start any wars. So, I mean, that, that was, you know, that's decent. And then now we got Biden. He stopped Afghanistan. I mean, Trump said he was going to stop it. Anyways. Biden stopped Afghanistan, and then he's uh, threading the line on whether or not he's going to start World War III with the Ukraine-Russia thing. Well... So that's presidents. And then the thing about wars, I don't know why, but for some reason, if you're woke, you want to escalate the war against Russia. I mean, I'm sure a lot of right-wingers, whatever, a lot of Americans want to do more. They want to go shoot down uh, Russian planes or something. And what, you know, the answer to that is whatever, except that, you know, me and the people who were like me in 2010 would have said, no, no war, but... Anyways, if you're woke, now all of a sudden war, you know, not, those wars were bad, but this war, well, maybe. 
So I'm sure I'm missing stuff, but that's a halfway decent rationale or explanation or history of how I got to where I am and what I believe. But in this podcast, um, the reason why I started this podcast is because I have an aunt, I have a woke friend. I have a friend, you know, lifelong friend who's woke, and this is during COVID, and we'd talk on the phone and we'd argue about stuff. And basically, he wouldn't listen. You know, I'd be like, I don't know, I'd be like, I could, t- I could tell him, right, like, let's look at the stats. We could look at it at the screen, bring it up on the internet, and look at the screen, and be like, look. The amount of violent crime is exactly proportional to the amount of uh, unarmed civilians being shot by police of each race. And he'd be like, oh, okay. But then the next day, just whatever, it, it, it would not sink in. It, it was, it's weird. But anyways, it just if you're woke, you can't let that sink in. All of a sudden, you'd be anti-woke. So the next day, that would just go away. And in fact, that occurrence that I just mentioned there, that would be the very rare one. Mostly, he would just argue we'd be like talking on the phone or something he would just argue and interrupt me as soon as i'd be like here are the stats he would cut me off and so i created this podcast this podcast is what i would have said to him if he would stop interrupting me and of course he doesn't listen to it i mean i tell him about it he'll occasionally listen to one of them but whatever he doesn't want to change i mean if you're woke Basically, I mean, do you want to find out that you've been causing the murder of black people the whole time you thought you were helping black people? You were the bad guy? No, you don't want to know about that. But so now I just kind of speak into the void or the amount of listeners I have. Yeah, let's talk about that. So I, you know, my podcast is hosted on Anchor FM. I don't know what it looks like to people who listen to it. I don't think it says where your hosting is. But um, they give you some stats and they say that 40 people roughly are listening to each podcast i make and i'm pretty sure it's not it's not like 40 people listen to the whole thing and just hang on every word that i say you know probably 20 of those 40 people like accidentally click on it or something and then they hear me say some politically incorrect joke to start out the podcast and they turn it off so when i am told that 40 people listen to me each day i try you know i do it most days uh I think the answer is about 20 people listen to me which basically i like talking i like being right i like to talk about how i'm right and the reasons why uh but i wouldn't want to do it to no listeners whatsoever and so 20 people i i think that's enough that's that is enough like i say some i've had people in real life i've had friends uh, in real life listen to my podcast and they like it. I don't know. I have one friend. I think he listened to the first 200 episodes, but I think he no longer listens to it. So, you know, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine, buddy, if you're listening, if you happen to listen to this one. I mean, if you listen to 200 of 200 episodes of me blathering and BSing, um, I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm sure I'm starting to repeat myself after that point. You get it. You don't need no more. And that's fine. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.